At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz live here from the Circle Resort and Casino. I'm Brady Cannon, and look who has joined me, Mr. Mike Pritchard, back in the house here as we kick off hour number two. Will Hill, kind enough to stick around. He's going to join us for one more segment. We'll have a little roundtable conversation here. And in that last segment, uh, Will and I failed to do our pro tip that we do here every hour on VSIN. So we're going to kick off the hour with a pro tip. And we were having a discussion about Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley coming in as a backup quarterback. Did a great job down the stretch last year for the Baltimore Ravens as their backup quarterback. I felt that that was probably valuable experience for Tyler Huntley going forward. Who knows how many games he'll have to play. But Will, while we were at the break, I thought you brought up a good point, a pro tip here going forward on how to treat that very next game with a backup quarterback. Yeah, I would say we've all been there. When you're a newer better, you see a backup quarterback and you just blindly bet against them. And I would be careful of that. You know, we see this all the time in the NBA when a superstar's out, you bet against them. It's not always profitable. I would say when the backup quarterback is out, that's built into the number. Sometimes they overcompensate for it in the number. And hey, uh, these guys that are their backups, hey, some of them can't play at all, but some of them can. I mean, you know this, Pritch. You don't make it to the NFL with no talent. These kids all have talent. They're playing for a lot of money. If you can show yourself to play well for even two or three games, that gives you that keeps you in the league for a while. Uh, that gives you a big paycheck. And you know, sometimes it's hard to prepare for these guys. You don't have any film on. So be careful just blindly betting against these backups. Yeah, I think that's a very good pro tip. And, of course, you can find all of those. You can sort them by sport and by show. Go into vcin.com slash tips. The Indianapolis Colts, they have the ball back. They forced the Dallas Cowboys to punt. It is 10-7 to 7 as we start the second quarter, and the Indianapolis Colts remain a six-and-a-half-point underdog in the live market. Mr. Pritchard, happy to have you back on the show. Uh, of course, one question I was throwing out there in mm -hmm. the last segment with Will as well. I'd like to get your thoughts. Next up for the Baltimore Ravens, with Tyler Huntley likely at quarterback, will be the Pittsburgh Steelers, who got a win over your former team, the Atlanta Falcons, earlier today. Uh, pretty good ball game, and Pittsburgh has now won three out of their last four games. Uh, this will be a war with the Baltimore Ravens, it always is. And it didn't look that way a couple of weeks ago. Right. But now this is going to be a very competitive game, and the odds makers think so too. They've made it a pick em. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking at football in, in December right now, and football in December often changes, and uh, teams get better. Uh, there's a, a lot of teams that we saw and witnessed to during the day-to-day -day, uh, get better and improve and playing great football right now. I, I love the tip by Will Hill. You know, it's interesting, too, 
because yesterday, Will, on Pro Football Blitz, we talked about the Ravens and a possibility that they going they are going to decline. Uh, I started seeing some indicators and some signs that uh, primarily on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively struggling. And now without Lamar Jackson, who means so much to that offense, I'll be I'll be curious to see how they adjust uh, moving forward, though. Uh, but Pittsburgh's uh, improving, uh, like Brady was talking about, and he said it was a pick 'em. Uh, I'm not yeah. I'm not surprised at that situation at all. What do you think, Will? Any initial thoughts on which way you'd want to bet that game at a pick 'em? It, of course, uh, will be. Let's see. It is in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. So you're asking Huntley to go on the road in Pittsburgh against the team that's playing well. My initial lean would actually be Pittsburgh. I just don't. I don't like Baltimore's receivers. I know Lamar's numbers haven't always been pretty this year, but to me, it's more of an indictment of what they put around them. They have not done a good job at the receiver position. Pritch, I think you could get some pads on. You might be their number two receiver at the very least right now because they're not. They're not very good at receiver. They haven't given him a lot of help. You know, we see all these other teams. You know, Tua gets all these toys, whether it's uh, you know, Hill or Waddle. Some of these others and Cousins is is stacked with receivers. Lamar doesn't have a lot to work with. Now you can have a backup quarterback. Granted, it's a pretty good backup, but going into Pittsburgh, those games are never easy. I would actually lean towards Pittsburgh there. All right. Well, let's talk about those Pittsburgh Steelers. They were in Atlanta to take on the Falcons earlier today, and they dominated the time of possession early in this game, but they were only able to muster a couple of field goals. And going into the second quarter, they had a six to nothing lead. Now Atlanta was able to cut the lead in half with a field goal of their own. Nine minutes left in the second quarter. Connor Haywood was the first player to score a touchdown when he hauled in a 17-yard touchdown pass from Kenny Pickett, and it was 13 to three Steelers. And then Young Way Koo added another field goal for Atlanta to make it 13 to six Pittsburgh five minutes left in the second quarter the Steelers would add another field goal before the break and they went into the locker room leading 16 to six now another field goal in the third quarter made it 19 to six but the Falcons finally found the end zone with under under a minute left in the third quarter Marcus Mariota to McColl Pruitt and it was 19-13 heading into the final frame Atlanta held on defense and got a field goal to make it 19-16 with five and a half minutes left in regulation But that's how it would end. Atlanta would never see the ball again. Steelers have won now two in a row, three out of their last four. 19-16 year final. They cover as short favorites, and the game stays under the total. Mike, the Falcons drop to 5-8, and and Pittsburgh improves to 5-7. and Yeah, it really is about opportunities, too. I mean, uh, Marcus Mariota, we we know what he is as a quarterback, and so limited, really. Uh, I think... You condense the playbook, uh, any opponent, realizing that if we can rise to the occasion and slow down the rushing attack for Atlanta, uh, and that's all you need to do. I mean, they're so potent. They're so proficient with it, too. Uh, But look at the lack of opportunities, I think, for scoring uh, for Atlanta because they don't really produce the big play outside of a spectacular run or maybe a special teams play in the passing game. Uh, In the passing game, uh, they are so far behind everybody else in the National Football League because of primarily quarterback uh, so if you take that away, now you got to be efficient in a red zone, uh, just 50% in a red zone, but just two uh, opportunities uh, in this football game uh, by Atlanta. Uh, and so, you know, the score, I guess it's okay uh, when you look at the way that it played out. Uh, Pittsburgh you know, had the early success too. Kenny Pickett uh, is still improving. You see that he's finding a number of receiving options. Uh, Friermuth. Uh, getting involved in a big way uh, is significant, I believe, too, for the Steelers' offense. They still need to evolve it, though. They still, uh, I, I feel like they still have handcuffs on this thing uh, from Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I would agree with you, Will. I wonder what your thoughts are. Kenny Pickett with just one touchdown pass today. I, I believe that's only two uh, he's had in his last five games or so. Uh, one of the lowest uh, touchdown rates per game in the NFL for Kenny Pickett. It was really just a field goal affair for the Pittsburgh Steelers today. And, you know, obviously they get the win. It's three out of four that they put in the win column. But I don't know how thrilled you can be with uh, just having to kick field goals all day long. Yeah, and uh, then you take it from Atlanta's perspective, and they lose, and it's like, how many wins is going to win this NFC South? I think we can say pretty confidently it's going to be a team that's under 500, and it might be a team where you get to 7-10 and 10 and you can win it on tiebreakers, especially if Tampa's not going to get their act together because that's the one team with some talent that you expect to get it together. If they're not going to do it, you just look around. The Saints are 4-8. and eight, you got Carolina. Uh, I don't know how many, how many wins are, is going to win this thing. It could be 7-10 and 10 wins the NFC South, and this is just one of those games where – you know, I spent very little time handicapping. This is just typical NFL 2022. Show me who's plus one and a half, and I'll tease it up to seven and a half because Pittsburgh was the <laughs> underdog at some points. The Falcons were underdogs at some points. 
these two teams play nothing but close games. I'm not going to waste my time handicapping. I'll just tease whoever the underdog is and, and put that one in my pocket and sort of move along. Yeah, I think yeah. Mike and I were both on yep. the Falcons teased up oh, today. Yeah. And, and you're right, Will. You could have teased that one either way, whoever was the one-and-a-half-point dog, and it did flip around all week long. Uh, Mike, I wonder what your thoughts are. Pittsburgh, you know, moving forward uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, you, the Ravens, you say, have been a little bit on the decline. Mm-hmm. The Falcons are going to go into a bye week. And you know what we always say about bye weeks. It can be really good for a team that's struggling. Right. And, and I would say that the Falcons are struggling right now. You, you, Will, Mike has a uh, New Orleans Saints ticket to win the division. You talk about how crazy this division is. He's torn it up. He's put it back together. He's been back and forth with this ticket. Yeah. I, I think it's still alive. It's still alive. Three to one. Uh, I'll take it at this point, though. And, and Will's correct. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a losing record. Uh, since we've gone to 17 games, you're going to either have a winning record or a losing record. So, uh, probably uh, a losing record situation that's going to win that division. The Atlanta Falcons, they have to change quarterbacks. I mean, Marcus Mariota, as good of a person and certainly as great as an athlete he is, from a passing game standpoint, they are, they, you just can't operate. Uh, not the way that you need to. And so I, I think during the bye week, we might see uh, Desmond Ritter. We might start hearing some things about Desmond Ritter. So uh, I think it needs to happen. Uh, and then on the other side with Pittsburgh, I love the situation that Mike Tomlin is in. That's a young roster, and now you have energized coaches ready to coach these guys, right? And uh, to me, Canada is under fire, the offensive coordinator. You cannot have your foot on the brake with this offense. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, you cannot do that. You cannot proceed that way. So somebody's got to wake up that situation if they can. Uh, but I do like the Steelers moving forward in terms of all the talent and how it's starting to come together at times. Tony Pollard into the end zone, Will, for the Dallas Cowboys. The extra point is up and good, and it's now 14-10 to 10 Dallas over the Indianapolis Colts. This is a lot more scoring than I think we figured. Uh, Dallas has an outstanding defense. They sacked the quarterback. They already have sacked Matt Ryan, I believe, just once. But uh, back and forth scoring here. There's still uh, over 10 minutes left to go in the second quarter, and we've got 24 points on the board, Will. Yeah, and I think Indy's the only team in the league that hasn't given up 27 or more, so that's certainly going to be challenged here as Dallas has made it look pretty easy on a couple of these drives, just gashing them, just simple handoffs where they're getting big chunks. So Dallas in good shape. It hasn't been pretty. They're going to have to figure out some defense. They did get a a big sack on Ryan the last drive. Um, It was third and long, and boy, somebody just whiffed on a block, and Ryan just had no chance. So you figure that pass rush is eventually just going to get to Ryan, make enough plays where Dallas wins the game, whether they can win it enough to cover uh, we'll see because Indy's hung around pretty well so far. Right now, your in-game total is 54 and a half, and the Ooh. Dallas Cowboys have moved to 10 and a half point favorites in the live market. The Indianapolis Colts now four to one to win this game on the money line. Uh, Mike, did you, you know, of course, you had uh, a prior commitment. Right. You came in here in hour number two. We didn't get to talk to you about it. Did you have any action on this game? No, not in this game at all. I kind of stayed away because I don't like to lay double digits uh, in today's National Football League. But, uh, no, it'll be interesting end game, though. Uh, that's a big number right now. Um, uh, we'll see if the Colts can keep at it uh, and throughout the entirety of this football game. But an impressive start so far, though. Yeah, my thought all along was that the Colts are going to be able to keep this game to single digits. If you still think that's the case, you can grab 10.5 plus 10.5 with the Colts right now in the live market. Again, your total has been really surprising all the way up to 54.5 here with 10 minutes left in the second quarter. We'll come back with more in just a moment. Will Hill, thank you so much. We'll do it again some other time, my friend. Have a great week of football in week 14. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with a Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. Coors Light, it's a perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years and over only. Turns and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz and Sunday Night Football going on in Dallas between the Indianapolis Colts and the Dallas Cowboys. The Tony Pollard touchdown run for Dallas just moments ago put the Cowboys out in front 14-10, to but Indianapolis now on the move once again, and they've had a pretty easy time on offense. You figured both of these defenses are really good, and Indianapolis, despite all their troubles on offense, they do have a good unit on the other side of the ball. We know about Dallas, and it's really been a shootout so far. 24 points on the board, under nine minutes left to go in the second quarter, and Indianapolis, uh, another positive play there, and they move down in the live market to eight-and-a-half-point underdogs when we came on to the segment here they were 10 and a half point dogs but they moved that one another five or ten yards downfield and they drop to eight and a half point underdogs your total drops as well to 53 and a half but it has been a little bit of a surprising pattern to this game Mike two very good defenses you know Dallas has a good offense as well but we haven't seen much out of the Indianapolis offense and in quite a while and here we are they're uh, just kind of going back and forth up and down the field yeah how about that I mean it looks like the Colts are in some type of rhythm uh, and we have not really seen this all year long uh, for the Colts maybe one or two occurrences that way but um, you know you get embarrassed I think and the Colts were embarrassed with that situation against the Steelers uh, now you bounce back, you're on national TV again, the big stage, and you're getting a great effort. I, I mean, that's that's what a lot of times in primetime games, even with bad teams, Brady, we'll see good efforts uh, and we'll see execution at times. But the better team typically takes over the game unless they're making a ton of mistakes and a ton of errors out there. Uh, not really seeing that so far for Dallas. They're able to capitalize. They have a lead right now, but they got to find an answer uh, to slow down the Colts and, and get some stops. 
Well, we were talking about uh, rushing props and passing props and all the props like we talk about Mm -hmm. uh, in the opening segment before the game kicks off. And Jonathan Taylor uh, currently has nine carries for 37 yards. And uh, we're not even to halftime yet. I kind of liked over his rushing prop of 75 and a half yards because I figured he was going to take the bulk of the uh, shoulder, the load, if you will, on the offense side for the Colts tonight. And, And it's really been more distributed than just Jonathan Taylor, but still 37 yards across nine carries already. Matt Ryan uh, has completed five of six passes for 85 yards. He does have a touchdown. He's been sacked once. That was kind of an interesting prop as well. Matt Ryan over one and a half touchdown passes was plus 165. Was it really? Okay. And I said, well, you figure he's going to get one. And Will made the point that, you know, he could add another one in garbage time or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you played over one and a half touchdown passes for Matt Ryan at plus 165, you're feeling pretty good right now. Feeling pretty good. Uh, You know, and and that's the thing about the props. Like the matchup, okay, the Dallas Cowboys defense against the Colts uh, and their offense and the Cowboys lead the league in sacks and the Colts lead the league and giving up sacks, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. But uh, again, a lot of times those type of stats um, are backward or they're in the rear view mirror. Um, I, what, what I try to pay attention to, if you can, is forward looking stats. I mentioned this yesterday in terms of uh, one really that stands out to me is, is play selection uh, because that's indicative of who a team wants to be and inspire to be. And then, and then extrapolate after that, like can the Colts, put together can they execute what what can they do last week uh, against the Steelers they did throw the ball up uh, we did see a, a situation in which they were able to move the ball uh, at times but not consistently uh, but that that's the name uh, of the game moving forward I think for the Colts is trying to be consistent with what they do even clowning the offensive coordinator situation right they're, they're still going to work on plays that they feel good that they can execute and if they can perfect that then that's that's the path to success a lot of times in the National Football League, at least for teams that are struggling. A couple more carries for Jonathan Taylor and his updated numbers now, 12 carries for 53 yards. So it looks like he could be well on his way to going over 75 and a half yards, cashing that rushing prop uh, for Jonathan Taylor. They're now facing third and five from the 45-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. Five and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter. Again, they're trailing 14 to 10. Uh, Mike, let's take a look at the Titans at the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles started the game on offense. They engineered a seven play 80 yard drive that ended in a Jalen Hurts to Devonta Smith touchdown, 34 yard touchdown, catch and carry seven, nothing Eagles right away. Tennessee came back late in the first quarter with a Ryan Tannehill to Traylon Burks, 25 yard touchdown pass. Burks was hammered in the end zone, but somehow was able to hold on to the ball. It was called a personal foul on the Eagles. Early second quarter, Jalen Hurts finds a wide-open A.J. Brown for a 40-yard touchdown, and it was 14-7 Eagles. And then late second quarter, the Titans got a field goal to make it 14-10 Philadelphia. And then just before halftime, 56 seconds left in the quarter, Jalen Hurts scrambled in from two yards out, and it was 21-10 Eagles at the break. A big score right there to gain momentum going into the locker room. Then early third quarter, A.J. Brown doing it to his former team again. Hurts to Brown from 29 yards out, and it was 28-10. 10 Philadelphia leading the Titans. Philadelphia added another touchdown with 11 and a half minutes left. Miles Sanders rushing it in from three yards out. And this contest was basically over. 35-10 is how it would end. The Eagles win and cover in a big way. They move to 11-1 and on the season. The game just sneaks over the total. Titans dropped to 7-5, and and they've lost two straight. Yeah, how about that? I mean, <laughs> this game was very interesting because what the Eagles did to the Titans – uh, is what the Titans wanted to do to the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, it, it, it is fascinating. The National Football League does not disappoint. I mean, I, I think the physical, or at least the attitude uh, defensively for the Eagles is everything you want if you're looking for a Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, and then to see Jalen Hurts do what he just did, almost 400 passing yards. Amazing. I mean, I know he's an MVP candidate, right? And And throw him... I guess along and then further along and really examine that because what the Titans wanted him to do was throw the football and you know what? Okay. I'm going to throw the football. And, and he did it proficient uh, in a manner and uh, certainly um, was, was really the difference maker. I think because it just, it just took away any edge that the Titans thought they were going to have. Now the Titans uh, couldn't get the running game going again, credit to the, to the Eagles defense. And we talked about this yesterday uh, on pro football blitz to Brady about, 
how well coached the Eagles are. Mm-hmm. Very, very well coached, uh, disciplined, and uh, creative. Uh, but Jalen Hurts emerging this way and throwing the ball like he did today, uh, and A.J. Brown being that go-to guy, it doesn't really matter. He's not covered uh, when you have a go-to receiver. It just shows you how much more the Eagles can evolve and how much more they can do. Uh, and they're not even at full strength, which is scary. Uh, I, I think when you, th- you know, the possibility of Dallas Goddard and, and, and from that standpoint, but defensively uh, r- rounding into shape, rounding into what you want to see a team looking like in December and approaching the playoffs. Well, we know Tennessee doesn't have a high-flying offense. It's mm-hmm. a very slow-you-down, give-the-ball-to-Derrick-Henry type of thing, but uh, holding them to 10 points, holding any team to 10 points, certainly impressive, and I would agree with you. I don't think we've seen that Philadelphia defense play that well yeah. in a few weeks. They, they were getting gashed. I mean, you remember the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that game really wasn't as close as the score indicated, but uh, some teams were doing some damage, including the Washington Commanders. Philadelphia went on a little run here where they, they kind of lost their edge defensively, right. but they seem to get it back today. 11 carries for 30 yards for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, we know Tennessee's limited in terms of what they want to do outside of Derrick Henry. And, uh, you know, the red zone, you know, when you have one of the better red zone teams go 0 for 2 in the red zone. Yeah. Right? Uh, that tells you something about the Eagles, too. And uh, the Eagles are just explosive uh, all over the field. Uh, even backed up, even with penalties, they're explosive all over the field. <laughs> they can overcome situations. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. Uh, when you see a team like this uh, against uh, a team that plays a formula or has a formula and, and plays a way that the Titans play, it shows you that the Eagles can play in any type of game right now. Like, if that's a typical playoff to opponent, uh, talking about the Titans, maybe, maybe not. You never know with the NFC, the way it's going. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to be prepared for that. Well, next up, the Eagles will visit the New York Giants, and they played a pretty decent game today, did the New York Giants. But if the Eagles play anything like they did this week, oh. uh, it is a six-and-a-half-point spread. That mm-hmm. seems awful short if what we saw this week remains true next week. And we know that's never the case. But uh, the Eagles minus six-and-a-half at the Giants actually does look a little bit short from what I saw out of New York and Philadelphia today. Mike, the Jaguars will take on the Titans for Tennessee's next game. This will be back in Nashville, an AFC South division game, and the Titans currently three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I mean, probably so. Um, I know Trevor Lawrence, the extent of his injuries, I haven't been able to follow that. Uh, But, you know, he left the game, and then, um, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars are just not a consistent team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's what really stands out to me as a young team and, and certainly a new coach situation. Peterson has the experience as a Super Bowl winning coach, but it's a different situation because he's with a new team. Um, and they, they're just inconsistent, right? Uh, Tennessee, as of late, have, they have been inconsistent too, which is uh, a bit concerning. Tannehill still is hobbled. Uh, but they got to get the running game. We know that about the Titans. Um, it's all about that division matchup, too, uh, Brady. Uh, those close games, typically. Dallas on offense again in their own territory. We'll be right back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can not only check out just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN's here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And we went to break there saying Dallas back on offense in their, in, uh, in their own territory. Not for long. Dak Prescott intercepted by Stephon Gilmore, and he returns it to the 16-yard line of the Cowboys. Matt Ryan gets under center, looking to draw the Dallas Cowboys off sides. That does not work. He lets the clock wind down to the two-minute warning, and that's where we are right now. The Dallas Cowboys still leading 14-10, to but Ryan and company 
at the 16-yard line of the Cowboys off of the Gilmore interception. They are now 7.5-point uh, underdogs in the live market. Their money line moves to under 3-1 to one at plus 290 to win this game, and your total continues to drop here as we've had a little bit of a lull in scoring. 51.5 now for your live total, but uh, a brutal mistake there. I mean, everything's kind of going the way of Indianapolis, right. the way they would want this game to work. So far, it's going according to plan. Well, as long as Indy doesn't make a mistake here, because, I mean, it's fascinating. Uh, they have a score in hand, potentially, with a field goal. Mm-hmm. And then they start the second half with the ball. Right. Right? So you can go two to one here uh, underneath two minutes, but you, you got to be careful. Uh, like you mentioned, now, incomplete pass right there stops the clock. Uh, but more importantly, uh, the mission right now is to get points uh, if you're Indy. Uh, don't worry about the clock situation. Dallas still has three timeouts. Dak Prescott, on the, on the other side with that interception, though, Brady, the way he threw that ball so late to that route mm-hmm. made zero sense. Yeah, it, it, I, was, I think it was a poor decision. I don't think the route was run well by no. Michael Gallup, and then Gallup fell down. Right, and then it was late. and all, I mean, it's like if you don't have anywhere to go with the ball, mm-hmm. Dak, I mean, you can do your checkdowns. If you don't like that, throw the ball out of bounds. I mean, they're too good. To, to do things like that and overcome that at times. But those are the things that drives you up the wall, I think, if you're looking at the Cowboys and you're, you're trying to explain why are they doing that, why are things happening for the Cowboys. Uh, it's self-inflicted. It, it really is. Uh, and Dak's got to be better than that. Well, the Indianapolis Colts do have to settle for a field goal, so that's a little bit of a victory there for Dallas, but not so much after you turn the ball over. Yeah. So 14-13. Uh, the Dallas lead is cut to just one point, 14-13 here, less than two minutes left to go in the first half. And the field goal does really nothing to change the in-game price here. The Indianapolis Colts still a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, the money line now actually ticks back up to three-to-one. So, you know, it, it was an opportunity missed, really, there it for was. Indianapolis, uh, starting on the 16-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys, looking to go into halftime there with a lead. We'll see what happens here in the last minute and change. Uh, Dallas, of course, will get the kickoff here and try and get it done before they go to the break. Uh, Let's take a look. We were talking about the Jaguars being the next opponent next week for the Titans. Well, the Jaguars were up in Detroit in the Motor City today, uh, Motor City today to take on the Detroit Lions, and the Lions were getting it done defensively to begin the game. How often have we said that? They forced a fumble. They turned it into seven points. Jamal Williams rushes it in from one yard out, and the Lions struck first. And the Jags came right back with a field goal. It was 7-3 to three Lions midway through the first quarter. Three minutes later, Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown for a 10-yard touchdown, and it was 14-3 to three Detroit. Then the Lions added two more field goals in the second quarter to make it 20-3. to It was back and forth with a couple of more field goals. It was 23-6 to Lions at halftime, and the writing was on the wall. This game was already pretty much over at this point. DeAndre Swift, he kicked off the scoring in the second half with a one-yard touchdown run to make it 30-6 to Lions, 10 minutes left in the third quarter. A touchdown and a field goal later when we were midway through the fourth quarter and the Lions were out in front 33-14 to with less than three minutes to go. Jared Goff to Amonra St. Brown again, and this game was all but finished. 40-14 to does end up being your final. Game goes over the total. The Lions win and cover no matter when you bet the game. Of course, this was another one of those games where the line was flipping favorites between one and one and a half, the Jaguars and the Lions. But 40-14, to a no-doubter for Detroit as they move to 5-7, and seven, and the Jaguars four, uh, fall to 4-8. and eight. Yeah, we often talk about December football and teams that are playing great football, right? Playing their, their best football. Um, I mentioned this before when it was a dog situation. Uh, there's three teams that are playing good football heading into December that are dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the Lions. Yeah. <clears throat> it was the Bengals. Right. And I'm trying to remember the last Steelers? Uh, nope. The home, uh, home dog. Home dog. Um, uh, shoot, shoot. Um, it'll come back to me. Giants were a home dog. The Giants, uh, the Raiders, yes, but they flipped a favorite. So those three teams stood True. out to me at the beginning of the week uh, when they were all dogs. That hey, those three teams are really playing great football right now. Because if you consider the Detroit Lions, the last five games uh, they gave up nine points as a defense to Green Bay. Um, they gave up eighteen points to the Giants, and then they gave up what fourteen points today. Now they did give up thirty points to Chicago, but they won that game. Mm-hmm. 
31 to 30. And then, okay, we give up, uh, or the Lions gave up 28 points to Buffalo. Now, they lost that game, but we know the way that they lost that game. So, building up into December, the Lions have really improved. Now, I know the stats, again, the, the rearview mirror stats are saying it's the worst defense in the National Football League. Right. Because they have been mm-hmm. <laughs> back there, though. Uh, going forward, this team is improving. And so, uh, I like the Lions in the matchup, especially when you think about. Uh, the Jaguars and how inconsistent they are as a younger team. Uh, the, the Lions have that offense humming and going uh, and executing. Amal Ross St. Brown is incredible. Uh, that running game, I think, too, is incredible when it needs to be, but I think it can be deadly, too, uh, to opponents. But, uh, I, you know, the Lions are one of those teams, from a betting perspective, do not overlook them, uh, much like you maybe, maybe overlooked them earlier in the year. Well, I think uh, you kind of stumbled on a pro tip right there that uh, I like. Of course, we do a pro tip once every hour here across all shows on VEASAN. And you mentioned that you identified three teams that were playing well in the month of December that were all underdogs at home. Uh, the Raiders, the uh, the Detroit Lions, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. And uh, they all get victories today uh, outright. Of course, the Raiders, like you say, they did flip to a favorite. But I think the pro tip there is, you know, Bill Belichick, uh, coach of the Patriots, always says, you know, NFL football doesn't really begin until after Thanksgiving. Well, here we are the first week after Thanksgiving. And I think that's kind of a good handicap. Who's playing the best right now? This is crunch time. And you identified three teams that were really on the up and come. And we've seen that Detroit started out slow. Cincinnati started out slow. The Raiders started out slow. They're all kicking it into gear right now when it's most important. They were all in the role of the underdog and they all won. Right. I mean, the, the league is so forward looking. Like if you think about the NFL draft, it's, it's on projections. It's on what you project a player to be. If you think about uh, a football team and what you strive to be throughout the course of the year, as you get closer to the playoffs, you're, you're hoping to improve. You're hoping to work things out, work through issues, and, and evolve uh, if, if you can. I think the Lions have done that. Um, uh, they're playing well. They're playing solid. They're starting to believe in each other. Uh, uh, I was crushing Aaron Glenn at the beginning of the yeah, year. I really was. But, I remember. Um, you know, that, that situation has corrected itself. They it's gotten tr- better. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say they're great. Right. But, no, they're uh, not they, great. They yeah. have definitely played improved defense. Right. And they're not a playoff team yet. I mean, I'm just, as far as the team improving. Uh, and then offensively, uh, that the identity has really emerged for this football team to me because you trade away TJ Hawkinson and yet you're throwing the ball more, it, it seems like, and certainly you're running the ball uh, differently. So. When you trade away a player like that, that means internally you feel pretty good about the direction that you're going in offensively. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. An interesting matchup for the Lions in Week 14. They will stay at home, a divisional matchup with the Vikings coming to town. The Vikings, of course, get a win today over the New York Jets, and the Vikings are laying points on the road. Here you have another situation. Currently the Lions are a a one-and-a-half-point underdog, but both of these teams are playing well in December. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings are that team. You know, one possession game again. Um, there, yeah. There was a chance for the Jets to actually win it. Uh, I know. But I know. the Vikings rose to the occasion. I, it, is, it is their nature, Brady. I am convinced that the Vikings are highly confident because they just make plays in critical moments of, of football games. You know, they might be the most entertaining team to watch in the NFL this mm-hmm. year because, you know, every every game, you know, your heart's on your sleeve. And, and <laughs> right. they're they're – there are sweat boxes for sure, yeah. and, and today was no different. I mean, that was a great football game to watch with the Jets and the Vikings. Uh, I mean, whether you're backing them or going against them, I mean, it is a sweat all the way down to the very end for Vikings games this season. They win that one 27-22 over the New York Jets. They win and cover that one. They will take on the Detroit Lions. They will visit the Detroit Lions in an NFC North divisional game next uh, week in week 14 and again they are currently one and a half point favorites Uh, I I think you know I've been trying to bet against the Vikings all season Uh long because their numbers just don't add up I'd I'd probably be looking at the Lions at first glance in this one as well yeah we'll figure it out when we come back on the other side Indy's got the ball again final seconds of Sunday night football's first half
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log on to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place your wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest lines, odds, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today and get in on the action. It's a whole new game. Well, Matt Ryan and the Colts had the ball at the 16-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys at the two-minute warning. They settle for a field goal to make it 14-13. Dallas gets the ball back, and they are forced to punt a three-and-out that only took 17 seconds off the clock. The Indianapolis Colts get the ball back on offense with a minute 19, and they are driving the ball downfield, and then Matt Ryan throws an interception. And now Dallas is back on offense in Colts territory, 14-13. They lead with 50 seconds left in the second quarter, and now they have moved to 8.5-point favorites in the live market, minus 650 on the money line now to win this football game. And your total cracks back up as well with the possibility of another Dallas score before the break, 53 three and a half and now Dallas goes to a nine and a half point favorite in the in-game market and Mike I was saying 53 and a half now your live total yeah I mean the Colts uh showing everybody the world right now in Sunday Night Football they can execute in two minutes <laughs> uh, maybe it carries over from last week right uh Outside of that situation, the Colts have been okay. But the two-minute offense situation, they can't execute. I was just going to say, that's really <laughs> kind of the first drive they've had all night that looked really choppy yeah. and, and, and not very well executed no. versus what they've done you know, prior this evening. Right. I mean, Alec Pierce apparently is scared to get hit. Uh, and he let that ball go off his hands. And, uh, I mean, uh, uh, you, can't, you can't win like that. But uh, th- the – the Colts blew the opportunity to end the half scoring and then start the second half with a chance to move the football and mm-hmm. really maybe take control of the football game. Now Dallas can get points here uh, and, and make things different for the Colts in the second half. But uh, Dallas, I think they have two timeouts left, too, trying to operate the two-minute. 
yeah, they've got two timeouts and uh, an incomplete pass there into the end zone. Uh, looks like he was uh, that wasn't his tight end, Schultz, I believe, but uh, incomplete nonetheless. And now the clock ticks down to 24 seconds. You're right, they do have two timeouts left. Indy still has two timeouts left as well. Dallas back up to a nine and a half point favorite in the live market, minus 700 on the money line. But you're right, Indianapolis really let opportunity mm. slip here when they had they get that turnover. They've got the ball at the 16-yard line. Okay, you got to settle for a field goal. Okay, but at least go to halftime where you're getting that double dip, where you get the ball again coming out of the break, and now Dallas is going to have an opportunity right. to get the final score yeah. before halftime. Yeah, just go back to play sequence, too. I think the first play for the Colts after the interception was a quick throw to the flat. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that going to do? They're going to get you two or three yards, right? Right. I mean, it's not going to break anything. Um, Dallas might defend it or – you know what? Lo and behold, it's going to be incomplete, incomplete pass. And now what do you got? Uh, so you go three and out in that situation as opposed to maybe you start they off. They did with make one play. first down. Did they make a first Yeah, they down? converted uh, Matt Ryan to Paris Campbell. Okay, I wasn't sure if they made a first down or yeah. not. Because and it looked like they were going to start to get things going. But then, it, well, then it's the kind of like right? the end of the game last week where Saturday didn't know what to do with his timeouts. And the, the, the whole team kind of freezes up uh-huh. in, in that two-minute drill. Well, how do you not come away? I mean, the, the situation, they kicked a field goal right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of melting the clock more or whatever, you're going to kick a field goal anyway? Uh, I don't know. I mean, just handling things, sequence uh, of plays uh, gets interesting with the Colts. And then uh, when they get the ball back um, from Dallas after a punt, then they go three and out, I believe. That was the time I'm thinking of when they went three and out. And then, uh, and then okay, you get the ball back again. And then was it interception? Mm-hmm. Or am I off a drive here? Because we're trying to play catch up uh, live. But in, either way, they, the Colts cannot execute the two-minute situation offensively. Well, and they just paid for that interception right there as Dak Prescott on third and nine hits Michael Gallup for a touchdown, and the Cowboys are now out in front 21-13. to So just a really awful turn of events there for the Indianapolis Colts in the final minute and 19 seconds of this half. Really the final two minutes, it wasn't so bad that they were able to get a field goal to make it 14-13, but they really squandered a great deal of opportunity there in the final two minutes of the first half, and here they go into the locker room trailing by eight. Mm. I I mean, it happened that fast, Mike. It looked like they really had a shot, and now (laughs) here they go into the break down by eight. Um, Let's move on here and talk about the Commanders at the Giants. This is a pretty good football game. Giants began the game on offense and they were making progress before Daniel Jones fumbled and Washington turned that into three points. It was three nothing commanders early in the first quarter. And then the Washington defense forces a three and out and Taylor Heineke finds Terry McLaurin for a 19 yard catch and carry 10 to nothing commanders with two minutes left in the first quarter. Giants got on the board with a field goal to begin the second quarter, and it was 10-3 Washington. The defense then forced a punt, and the Giants tied it up with a 13-yard touchdown run by Saquon Barkley. 10-10 ball game midway through the second quarter. Then Graham Gano booted a 27-yard field goal to close out the first half, and we were tied at 13 at the break. Commanders got the ball to begin the second half. First possession, Taylor Heineke gets the ball batted out of his hands. Giants recover, and Big Blue was back on offense deep in Washington territory. Then Daniel Jones to Isaiah Hodgins for a six-yard touchdown pass, and New York had the lead for the first time all afternoon, 20-13 G-men. Then with about three and a half minutes left in regulation, Taylor Heineke takes Washington down the field, converting a wild fourth and four play to keep the drive alive, and finally finds uh, Jahan Dotson for a 28-yard catch and carry to tie the game at 20 apiece. We were headed to overtime in Landover, Maryland. The Giants win the toss. They're forced to punt. Commanders get the ball with under eight minutes to go in a next-score win situation. Both teams just ended up exchanging punts until the final 28 seconds. Daniel Jones gets New York into field goal range, and Graham Gano from 58 yards, he comes up short, and the game ends in a 20-20 tie. It just barely stays under the total. Giants get the cash as two-and-a-half-point dogs. New York is now 7-4-1 and one on the season. The Commanders are 7-5-1, and one, and these two teams will meet again in two weeks. Yeah, how about that? Um, I had this game 21-21. <laughs> no, uh, remember yesterday? That is incredible. Yesterday I had... Kreskin over here, folks. You're right. Yesterday I said on Pro Football Blitz that I think this game's a tie, and it's hard to bet it. 
I remember, I can't remember which game that was. was I remember you saying that, yep. but uh, wow, that's wild. It was this one, uh, 21-21, um, and it ended up in a tie 20-20 regardless. I mean, uh, this is where, like, okay, you take the points. I guess that was uh, something to do here with a game like I this. I like the Giants. The yeah, the did points. you end up teasing them? I did not. Yeah, I teased them. Uh, I did not play them just straight mm-hmm. plus the two and a half or the two, wherever it was. This line bounced around a little bit. The the commanders were in favor or were the favorite uh, the entire week. But it did. It, I saw it actually get down to as low as one and a half for a minute. But um, I did end up teasing the Giants up. Yeah, no, that's a good play right there. And congrats on that. I mean, Taylor Heineke, for whatever he is as a quarterback right now, he does have a clutch gene. Mm-hmm. You know, he's able to make some plays right there, which you can appreciate. And then the team kind of fights for it, too. But I'll give a lot of credit to the Giants. I didn't think that offensive line was going to hold up uh, and establish anything against that front uh, the way that the commanders were playing. But, you know, they got 20 points. I mean, some creativity with Daniel Jones. Yeah, he was football. running it more. Yep, yeah. yep. But he cer- certainly can't throw it the way that they want to. I mean, at times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but not uh, to where uh, it's significant. But... It's like both of these teams that are fighting for the playoffs were okay with the tie. Yeah. They were okay with the tie. Um, but there's no killer instinct at all, right, emerging. Um, but yet, solid football play on both sides, I guess. The commanders will spend next week uh, utilizing their bye week to get things worked out. The Eagles will visit the New York Giants. We talked about this one a little bit earlier. Um, you know, I, I thought the Giants played a good game today. I expected that they were going to have a sense of urgency off of extra rest, losing on Thanksgiving. They had lost four, or excuse me, they had lost three out of their last four games. And a division game here, the first of two, the first of a doubleheader really with the Commanders. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was a really good situation for them to go ahead and win this game outright. They almost did. But now, going up against the Eagles, and the Eagles are currently a six-and-a-half-point favorite, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know if that's enough. Uh, I, I just I felt the Commanders were a decent opponent that the Giants could keep it close with. I don't know if they can against Philadelphia. It's going to be tough, Brady. I mean, like I said, the Eagles can get to so much offensively and defensively. We saw that. Uh, I, I think Sirianni, with his attitude, is going to keep that attitude the same way with the Eagles. Uh, you added Indomitian Sue, who, uh, you know, the presence of that guy uh, is going to help the defensive line, the rotation. Uh, they got to stay healthy. Like, I mean, that's the situation for a lot of teams. In it. But I think the roster is deep enough for that. But, you know, when you look at the other side, it's what, what else can the Giants do, you know? Um, they had a tie today against one of the better defensive fronts they faced, uh, and that's impressive. But what are they going to do against a complete football team? I mean, that – I, I might. I, I think I agree with you. I mean, it could be a short line right now in the situation against the Eagles. I don't think they have enough firepower at wide receiver. I mean, no. Kenny Galladay with an illness or whatever. I mean, no. when is, how many games has this guy played? And it seems like forever. Uh, we will come back and uh, talk about halftime. They are at the break in Big D. We'll talk about some halftime lines for Sunday Night Football when we return. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.